Savannah didn't really need help bolstering her grades. She'd accepted the extra credit assignment only out of her insatiable love for history and learning. She looked at the urn again, then retrieved another catalogue of London silver from the colonial period and compared the piece to the ones documented on the pages. Doubting her initial analysis now, she picked up her pencil and erased what she'd first written in her notebook. The urn wasn't English in origin, American, she corrected, likely crafted in New York or Philadelphia, if she were forced to guess. Or did the simplicity of the Rococo design lean more toward the work of a Boston artisan? Savannah huffed out a sigh, frustrated by how tedious and inexact the work was proving to be. There was a better way, after all. She knew of a far more efficient, accurate way to resolve the origins, all the hidden secrets of these old treasures, but she couldn't very well start fondling everything with her bare hands. Not with Professor Keaton in his office a few feet away, not with her other two classmates gathered at the table with her, working on their own items from the collection. She wouldn't dare use the peculiar skill she'd been born with. No. She left that part of her back home in Acadiana. She wasn't about to let anyone up here in Boston think of her as some voodoo freak show. She was different enough among the predominantly white student body. She didn't want anyone knowing how truly strange she was. Aside from her only living kin, her older sister Amelie, no one knew about Savannah's extrasensory gift, and that's how she intended to keep it. Much as she loved Amelie, Savannah had been happy to leave the bayou behind and try to make her own path in life, a normal life, one that wasn't rooted in the swamps with a Cajun mother who'd been more than a shade eccentric, for all Savannah could recall of her, and a father who'd been a drifter, absent for all of his daughter's life, little better than a rumor, according to Amelie. If not for Amelie, who'd practically raised her, Savannah would have belonged to no one. She still felt somehow out of place in the world, lost and searching, apart from everyone else around her. For as long as she could remember, she'd felt different, which was probably why she was striving so hard to make her life normal. She'd hoped moving away to attend college right out of high school would give her some sense of purpose, a feeling of belonging and direction. She'd taken the maximum load of classes and filled her evenings and weekends with a part-time job at the Boston Public Library. Oh, shit. A job she was going to be late for, she realized, glancing up at the clock on the wall. She was due for her 4 p.m. shift at the library in 20 minutes, barely enough time to wrap up now and hurry her butt across town. Savannah closed her notebook and hastily straightened up her work area at the table. Picking up the urn in her gloved hands, she carried the piece back into the archive storage room, where the rest of the donated collections cataloged furniture and art objects had been placed. As she set the silver vessel on the shelf and put away her gloves, something caught her eye in a dim corner of the room. A long, slender case of some sort stood propped against the wall, partially concealed behind a rolled-up antique rug.
Had she and the other students missed an item? She strode over to get a better look. Behind the bound rug was an old wooden case. About five feet in length, the container was unremarkable, except for the fact that it seemed deliberately separated, hidden from the rest of the things in the room. What was it? Savannah moved aside the heavy, rolled rug, struggling with its unwieldy bulk. As she leaned the rug against the perpendicular wall, she bumped the wooden case. It tipped forward suddenly, about to crash to the floor. Panicked, Savannah lunged, shooting her arms out and using her entire body to break the case's fall. As she caught it, taking the piece down with her onto her knees, the old leather hinges holding it together snapped apart with a soft pop, pop, pop. A length of cold, smooth steel tumbled.